Hey, what's up? Welcome to Unnatural 20s, a comedy podcast where we leave the fate of each episode up to the rolls of a D20. My name is Cassie and I will be the host of this episode, which means that I will be the one rolling the dice and leading us on this adventure. As DM, I get to set the theme for each episode. In this episode, I have big plans because... I want to take inspiration from something that I've recently gotten into while simultaneously making our podcast better. So I I got big expectations for this one. Uh, But speaking of making this podcast better, I've got some friends here that always make it better. First, let me introduce Caitlin. Oh my God, Cassie. Thank you so much. I know when you say better, you Mm -hmm. think directly of me. That's why you asked me to come Mm -hmm. on first. So (laughs) I've heard countless times that people love like Caitlin's screeches and like it just enhances the mm-hmm. listening experience the scream the higher my my volume peaks the mm-hmm. more people's thinks that they love me <laughs> that's, that's the motto that's all, like on all the shirts we put out yeah. there and everything like i i've been waiting for you to tat it on you it's yet to happen i mm-hmm. have high hopes though um they also really appreciate you know like the like when you see a hot dog heavy breathing that happens mm-hmm. um pretty consistently throughout yeah. this yes yeah it gets people heavy breathing for hot dogs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Caitlin, I know I, I mentioned that, you know, I'm taking inspiration from something I've liked. And um, you're actually, you've been a criminal of this a couple times. Oh. And, you know, what comes to my mind is um, Twilight and, of course, the corn episode. Oh! Yes. So um, would you say these are always good episodes and this is a good thing to do? Okay. So I don't know what you're referring to in a bad Twilight episode, but I do know mm-hmm. what you're referring to as the corn episode, which is the episode where I took inspiration about corn and mm-hmm. it was a whole episode themed around corn, yeah. which I to this day think is a great episode. I can't remember a single thing about it except for being the whole time. Like we're literally like, it's all about corn. I, I had to give you kernels of knowledge. Okay. I remember okay. that. And then <laughs> okay. I, we ended with like how... How bad grain is for the environment. I remember that. Oh, <laughs> it was real eye opening, I guess. I just forgot all these corn facts and I'm so sorry. Clearly, um, another episode. So this is gonna go great. If I another one that we remember like corn. Um, I also got my friend Books here. Hey, what's up? You know, you Caitlin was trying to take all the credit for making this show better because she got introduced first, but I'm just gonna argue that you have to save the best for last, like dessert. You know, so I'm basically the dessert of the podcast, which is arguably the best thing, the thing that makes everything better. So what would you say about the people who eat dessert first? Yeah, I was just going to say that. Like Psychopaths? No, <laughs> me. Because I like Psychopaths? I like having everything that's I, good. I, I would say those first. people live by the motto, they're not here for a long time, but they're here for a good time. Like if you always eat dessert yes! first, uh, you're, you're not yes! here to like, you know, get actual nutrients or anything, but you, you're going to have some fun. That's right. Mm, she knows me. But listen, you're going to get eat it anyhow. So why does the order matter? The nutrients still going to get Because usually, in you. well, if you're mm-hmm, like me, dessert's mm-hmm. just going to fill you up. You're not going to be hungry for dinner. And then you're just not going to eat dinner. <laughs> That's a fucking weakling that stops after that. A, I ain't fucking stopping also, for that I shit. Want, like, I got the mac and cheese and nuggets final thing I eat to be that like perfect dessert. I don't want to end on like that. my veggies. Like how depressing but, is oh, it to like okay. go to bed and be like, yeah, zucchini. Like I'm in love with zucchini, know, but it's not that great. <laughs> broccoli's pretty fucking dank. And if I ended on broccoli, I wouldn't be sad. Get the fuck out of this Yeah, point. I'm so sorry. Far. You just made I'm yourself the least this one. best thing. Because <laughs> I like broccoli. I stand up for fucking broccoli and all of its good. Of all the veggies like, you like could acids. pick. Yeah. I'll fucking stand by it. Mm-mm. Books, 
you know, uh, I feel like almost every episode you you pretty much shove books down our throat as your interest. Um, I mean, so would me. you say <laughs> it's it's just you? So would you say like I'm on good a good track here? Like, I, should I follow in these footsteps? Following in these footsteps, I feel like I never go wrong when I bring up books. Like you guys never mm-hmm. hate it. There's never a moment never. where we like, love the giver. Yeah, just <laughs> my constant discussion of books is um, disappointing. So uh, <laughs> I think everybody's like, wow, she's going to tar- talk about the saddest book that ever came into existence. And we're, gonna and we're all going to just enjoy it. Hey, I've been reading love- happy books lately, guys. <laughs> Good. Oh, that's, that's, you need that. That's really, I'm actually happy about I have that only read one sad book, I think, in the last six books I've read. So, and I bet you it was devastating. <laughs> it wasn't that bad, like, actually. Only one book died. Devastating. Okay. <laughs> it wasn't like on page two, a mass murder. And yeah, you're no, the eyes no. Of a child. Every page is a murder, Cassie. Every page, a new murder. That every needs page. to be solved. You know, don't don't tempt her with a good time. She'll be all about that. That's true. She's going to write it. All right. But now it's time to talk about my interest and what I'm going to be bringing to the pod because um, I've recently gotten into Our Flag Means Death, uh, which is, of course, the pirate show on HBO. Um, And, you know, now I'm intrigued by the pirate life and I want us to take a shot at it. But since we can't really commit to, like, you know, go out to sea and fully commit to the pirate life. I want us to do is um, bring the pirate life to the podcast. So I want us to become ruthless and I want us to steal from other podcasts and steal what makes those podcasts good podcasts. So we might also become good podcasts. Wow, I love this. Get me some booty. (laughs) We're after all the podcast booty. (laughs) So um, I think. I think this is actually what's going to take us. Like, you know what? Episode 226, let's make a change and just like fucking. Let's just, steal a win. We're going to steal. We're going to steal. In the past, we've been listeners. like kind of pleasantly borrowing. And I think that's a mistake. We're kind of like, we appreciate mm-hmm. that. It's cool that you do this. Let's not. Let's not give credit. Let's not give apologies. Let's, let's just take it like it's ours. Blatantly paid plagiarized. <laughs> Blatantly, like I am just copy and pasting shit. Like that's all I'm gonna this do. This seems to work for you. Now I'm gonna make it work for me and pretend I didn't this, even know you did it. This is how I passed high school and college. So this is probably middle school too. All all through our lives, and this is what our flag means. Death has proven to me is that like just stealing stuff is the way to go. It like, works. So um. Frankly, there's no way that this episode is going to fail. It's going to be a huge success. So let's just go ahead. Like, let's bring some fails so people get some sort of entertainment and get used to, like, you know, that's what we're known for. So let's just go ahead and start this off with our crit fails. Cassie, can I start with the most devastating news? The biggest fail of all. You know Books loves it when it's devastating right off the bat. (laughs) Books, I'm here to join you in the devastating realm because today I had a different fail prepared, but today... Prior to recording, approximately 30 minutes ago, I had the most devastating thing happen to me. This is a fresh This is really fresh. I I feel like, are you ready to talk about this? I don't know. It's so fresh. Uh, Okay, so I, uh, there was a TikTok books. Mm -hmm. You you know about this place. Uh, Have you heard of it? Have you heard of it? Uh, Friend of the pod, Jessica, sent me a TikTok with someone replacing a candle, a Jesus candle, with a candle that had Taylor Lautner on it instead. Uh So I said immediately, I need to get this candle. So, of course, I go on the website and I'm intrigued not only by the Taylor Lautner candle, but like so many other candles. So I bought like 
six candles from this place. So I got my box of candles in today and I was so excited. I opened up every single one of them, all of them, pure delights. And I went to open my Taylor Lautner uh, candle today and uh, books. I do want to show you in person what I got with my Taylor Lautner candle. Uh, Here you go. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's like they burned you. They knew I would crush you more than anything. Yes. So listener, you you heard her reaction. I did not receive a Team Jacob candle. No, I received a Team Edward candle. Someone <laughs> sent me a Robert Pattinson fucking candle. What a beautiful, beautiful thing to do to someone. I fucking love whoever was packing this was like, yeah, fuck you too. Fuck I have this. never felt more betrayed by a stranger in my life. Mm-hmm. I paid so much money for these goddamn candles. The and I was like, I'm going to get like all the I, the other candles are great. So great. All gifts for friends. This one was for me. This one was, this was for your- me. <laughs> and guess what? I was going to light it up next week for our episode and have a whole episode themed around it. So that ruined my plans. Now it can't even be an episode. Mm-hmm. This like, person knew. I'm devastated. They were like, it's going to be <laughs> some sort of creepy totem that she's going to force <laughs> upon her friends during a podcast. I'm going to send her the wrong one. <laughs> We were going to do like a seance or something. Like I have big plans Mm -hmm. for this candle. Mm, I did not want to be a part of that. I I, want to let you know, I have been waiting for this candle for about two months now. That's fucking insane, bro. So the lead up to this. secret for two months. For two (laughs) months. You, Robert And this, and to unreal, because I opened up all the candles. This was the last one. So I knew what it was going to be. I brought it out into the living room. And I was like, Cassie, mm. you need to watch me open this. I know I said I wasn't going to open it until later, but I'm just too excited. You need to watch me. So I fucking, it's in like this little cigar roll. So you have to unroll it and I unroll it and then to fucking pull out the candle and just be duped by fucking Edward. God. The person deserves a raise. Whoever was packing on this day, like, give them a raise. It's so good. And maybe Caitlin's failed that, but that was truly this person's greatest life success. I'm calling it now. Mm -hmm. Like, you've peaked and you couldn't realize. You don't even know. If you can, okay, so I tweeted it out there already because I was just so upset. I was like, what do you do? You don't email contact support. You need to tweet this out because this was such a brutal, like, burn. Mm -hmm. So I tweeted it out. So I would like everyone to go over there and like it and just um, completely tell everyone, like, your Twilight haters, like, your Team Edward, like, stands. Like, you don't even respect. It's not even that I'm, like, Team Edward or I, like, am the biggest Twilight hater. I just love that this happened to you because it's so (laughs) funny. (laughs) It hurt so bad. <laughs> they couldn't have done it to like a more deserving person. Right? <laughs> Literally, <laughs> it wouldn't have hurt this bad in the year 2022 to we anybody have else. Gone through too much already. <laughs> like so. Oh God, it hurt. It hurt. And like I was like laughing because it's like, oh, what are you supposed to do? Laugh? And I was like on the verge of tears almost because it's like mm-hmm. I'm laughing so much. I'm crying, but I'm also hurt. So hurt. So mm-hmm. I have already liked your tweet. Yeah. Don't worry. Thank you so much. I just got the notification. <laughs> yes. I uh, my my fill just feels it pales in con- comparison so much. Um I you should have saved this for last. This is the greatest thing and I cannot follow it. I I, I had to get hot. it off my chest. It's been weighing on me for 30 minutes. But um it, as like Kayla and Cassie both know, um I have been super, super anxious about a shot I had to get. It's called mm-hmm. a Rogam shot. Um, we like so eloquently describe it as the shot that prevents my body from killing my baby, essentially, because I'm 
<laughs> eating your baby. I am my baby eating eat shot. My baby. Um, I have a negative blood type, which is not very common. And yeah, so I have to get a special shot. It's like donated plasma, essentially, and just trains my body to like not, um, not attack anybody or any baby with like positive blood type, which is the majority of them. And so I, doing the stupid things that I do, I got on the internet and like researched this shot a bit. Oh no. Because oh, no. I wanted to like be prepared, which is just super stupid because I'm, I'm not good with that kind of thing. And the internet is not a friendly pay- place. Like I saw several reports that said this was like a really painful shot. Um, everywhere mm. it said it had to go in your butt, which I was just like, <laughs> no, no, no. I'm to drop my pants in the middle of, and then all I could think about too is like, I got a big old belly right now. How the fuck am I going to lay forward over like a hospital little like bed thing mm-hmm. and stick my butt out there for them while I'm teeter tottering on this giant ass belly of mine? Um, mm-hmm. so I amped myself up. I, they said like side effects could be really bad. Because it's essentially someone else's plasma going into your body. So, like, your body could not react well. Yeah, into your butt. And um, it's supposed to be, like, a really painful shot. So, I had to go get that on Monday. And I made my husband stay home from work in case I had a really bad reaction. Because I was like, I can't drive myself home from the hospital if my butt is hurting super bad and I'm like really <laughs> passing out. So I made him call out of work. I, I didn't sleep at all the night before. I was so, so anxious. And this is all on me because I believed, not only did I look this up, I believed the fucking internet. Guys, it was a simple arm shot. They just put a little yeah, bandaid over it. I, it. It felt about the same as a flu shot. Maybe like closer to a tetanus. So, I got so said, <laughs> They said, are you ready as you drop your fucking pants and bend over? It's like, no, no, no. They're like, do you have any tips on how to do this? I physically don't know how. I guess, yeah, you're right. This could have been so much worse. The saving grace is that my doctor gestured to his arm. He was like, are you ready for the shot? And gestured to his own arm. And then I was like, maybe I can get it in my arm. Maybe it it doesn't have to be in the the booty. <laughs> and so I, I just kind of rolled up my sleeve and I was like, yep, sure am. And my husband's sitting there like, I missed work for this. Like, I took a whole dumbass. day off for this. For her to get a little Star Wars band aid put over that shit and a lollipop on her way out. <laughs> yeah. The um the amount of people that have come together to prank you guys specifically, um beautiful. I love it all. The fact that everyone is coming together. Um uh, Honestly, your guys's now mine doesn't compare because I I didn't get pranked by anybody. Uh, high hopes for me next week. Hopefully, is it right when you Google in bold that it goes in the butt? Yeah, you try, if you type in pregnancy butt shot, it's the first thing that comes. <laughs> yes, <up. laughs> there was a whole TikTok. Okay, what inspired this like internet search was it popped up on my TikTok for you page as I was scrolling late at night like two weeks ago. That it was like one of the most painful shots people can get is the Rogam shot. And it's uh, it's a shot that you take and you put in the butt. And I was like, holy fuck, what am I getting? It says once a week for 16 weeks. No, that's an old outdated method. No, that's, that's an old butt shot. Old butt shot. Old yeah. Butt shot. Now you only have to get two. One at like 28 weeks. And then one um, like right before or right after the baby. So the fact that like... 
this is associated with pregnancy and they're saying it's the most painful one when there's like epidurals that you could choose to get like fucking yeah. wild the epidural <laughs> is like a hollow needle that's so big that they have to like stick it so they can stick a cord into your back like yeah it's not it's even a shot terrifying. and yeah this is considered a painful one no guys if you have to get the rogam shot it's like a flu shot it's nothing Dude, okay, so I look up, obviously, when I looked it up, it was like, yes, this shot is the butt shot. And then you scroll down, and it's like, no, 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 we don't put it in your butt, we put it in your arm. But, like, you Google it, and it comes up with butt shot. Yeah, a lot of sources came up with butt shot for me, and um, (laughs) I got very scared out of looking into too much more, so uh, I clearly stopped with butt shot and panicked for the rest of the two weeks, so... (laughs) It's going in your butt. (laughs) I just accepted it, too. I was like, this is my fate. (laughs) All right, if we need it. (laughs) Which, also, like, why did that feel so much more exposing? These doctors have seen all up in me. They've given me pap smears. Like, there's no secrecy there. But for some reason, bending over and showing my ass to them was, like, mortifying. (laughs) It's your one sacred place. What else do you have left if not the butt? Well, if you have have hemorrhoids, then they've already seen it. Nothing is sacred. <laughs> not with the doctors. No, nothing. Not even an Edward candle. <laughs> um, my fail is just... Um, you guys know how these cool things, when you listen to Bluetooth headphones, um, if you step away from your phone at any moment, it decides that it's no longer going to play the music out loud when you come back to your phone, uh-huh. or it's going to play uh-huh. out loud instead of in your ears, in your private yeah. space where it should be. Um, well, this week I've had a new coworker who's been up front with me. And um, we also, this week in the Music League, we had the category of uh, modern flapper music, essentially. Yeah. Music you could show flappers now. That would be rad that they would like. And um, so I was doing research for this. And um, obviously, that music that comes up, not good. And Mm -hmm. a vibe. So when I came back and hit play on it, and I was straight up 20s flapper music playing, (laughs) this started a conversation piece with my coworker who was like, interesting um <laughs> tell me why you're listening to that it's like i it's easier to say i'm into this music than to explain what is happening actually yeah. like i just need you to know like i got worried that she was gonna be like deeply into it but she did just let it pass that like i thought she was gonna be like too excited into this flapper music and be like one of those disney people who likes to dress up in like 1920s and everything and i was mm-hmm. like please don't please i don't <laughs> want this but um no now she just thinks that that's what i listen to so cool. looking forward to that you're going to start doing weird like jazz presents or something. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to be devastated if my um, Spotify is like, here's some flapper music for you next week. Like, I will be I'm furious. Very <laughs> scared if my, like, all my curated playlists are going to be like, Gatsby themed everything. I'm like, what the mm-hmm. fuck? <laughs> this was I'll listen to like one, maybe this. two songs and then um, I'm done. <laughs> it's, I'm out skis. It's fucking a lot. It's a bad time. It was a, it's a bad week in the music league. Honestly, each of these songs would be pretty bearable on their own, but listening to them straight through as a playlist is actually torture. It's legit a super (laughs) bad time. Um, (laughs) Thank you guys for bringing your fails. I'm glad you guys all got pranked. Um, Let's go ahead and go on to the show so we can start improving this and making it better. I'll go ahead and roll. And we rolled an eight, which is actually going to be Shark Tank pitch, you guys. I feel like we're in the real creative space right now. We're ready for this. Pitch to me your genius ideas. All right. I've, I've got one, um, which might get some pushback because it does Excellent. take some, some fun out of an element. But on this show, we all engage in um, regular amounts of trash TV. 
I think none uh, of us are. Yeah, yeah like we all copious, um, copious, excessive amount. <laughs> amounts of trash TV that usually center around people desperately trying to find love um, is typically our genre of choice and making fools of themselves on um, national TV for for the sake of money and love. Uh, and I have a Shark Tank pitch that may not be as entertaining, but might be a bit healthier. And this is going to be a reality TV show that pitches itself as a new type of dating show. It's going to be a show that leads to marriage if you successfully marry with your partner uh, by the end of the show or get engaged, you'll you know get a lot of money. Um, so the cast is going to gather all sorts of inter- individuals who are really interested in just sharing all their personal details online um, and uh, giving everything away to the world for a chance at love. But when they get to the set, they're going to actually find out they're invited to a show that will challenge them to participate in some healthy counseling to better accept themselves in their lives before they dive into relationships. So the first part of the show is all about improving yourself and raising your mental health and your happiness with yourself as a single individual before you can move on to the dating portion of the reality show, which is going to occur. It's just counseling first. Contestants Mm. can absolutely walk away. They don't have to engage it. But those who do decide to stay on will have a chance at earning money and finding better mental health as well as maybe entering like a stable relationship. What a wild concept. Um, The show will be filmed, but none of the actual private counseling sessions will be filmed. Instead, the show portions that are filmed will be engaging ways for the audience who's watching at home to uh, form better practices themselves. So it'll be kind of self-help TV in that the contestants Mm -hmm. will have to participate in challenges that help them communicate better or practice better life habits and challenge anyone who's watching to also find strategies especially great for those who can't afford counseling and mental health services because that's a big problem so it'll bridge a little bit of that gap and offer some resources to people who can't pay for a therapist 24 7 um and then yeah after completing a series of weeks in um uh solo counseling they will have a chance to mingle and match up in like a private island resort, of course, because it has to occur on one of those. Find someone they want to get to know better, and together they will join their counseling sessions and couples. I, um, you come on here on Mental Health Awareness Week. I just do want to <laughs> let you know that. Um, uh, yeah. Coming with, yeah, something very topical. But also, I would watch the fucking shit out of this. Because, but also, I would like to watch the therapy sessions because you know there's some good fucking juice in there, and I'm just here to get the juice. It's, such, juice. A, it's such a violation of real, real privacy. It, 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 it really is hard to find a therapist down with this. <laughs> I think also. they would lose their license. So. <laughs> yeah, yes, but uh, you say that, but every single reality show is technically like this. They anyways, could debrief but afterwards in a more negative way and share mm-hmm. what they talked about in the confessionals. Yeah, they could have. Yeah. A I'll take. Little, I'll take that. A little little video debrief and be like do you want to talk about what you did in your therapy session do you want to share Mm -hmm. how it went i think this could like this obviously all for it because there is and i think like other people would be down because obviously we love our trash tv and the early 2000s in us especially love the trashy tv but now there's this cool thing where like people enjoy seeing people improving their lives and stuff Mm -hmm. you know like so like now is the time for this so it's gonna bring a little bit of trash but actually help people and i think you're on to a genius idea here i feel like this could work i feel like i just need someone to help me 
Like, can we crowdfund this? Can we can we make this I think happen? we could. <laughs> I think we can do it. Um, while we're on the topic of TV shows, I'm going to go on to my Shark Tank pitch. So I, w- I want people to invest in yours, but I also mm-hmm. need a little bit of money for mine. Okay. Um, I'm not going to get into your market, though, because your market is fully um, human. So you want humans <laughs> to watch this? Yeah. Um, I'm in the market for dog TV. All right, Dan, you have my money. <laughs> now, I know when you hear dog TV, you're probably thinking, like, uh, you want, like, little squirrels on the TV, horses, if you're, like, our boys, like, something to calm the boys. Mm-hmm. And no, I want TV to be helping them. Like, you know how we could put on a TV show and it helps our kids learn things? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, little fucking baby Einsteins. I want baby Einstein's puppy edition. Wow. I want a little, like, I want like little cartoon puppies to teach my boys how to be polite boys i essentially want baby einstein for polite little boys yes. i love this mm-hmm. as the mob mother of very rude boys of two extremely rude certified rude boys certified rude as fuck boys i mean you do call them bad boys at la so they are they have earned that title i will let you know they it's are just bad boys like, it's like you. It's so hard to get them to understand. Specifically, our rudest little boy, who is just an absolute toy hog and absolute gremlin, who and will, piss piss monster and piss monster. Like I would love for him to be able. Like I put him down in front of a TV, and it has his attention. And then if he could also learn that, like when he's at the park, he doesn't need to fucking fight for every <laughs> single toy that's out there. Yeah. He doesn't need to die for ball. Yeah. Like there's ten other balls. He don't need to die for. But that if ball. somebody some, else has it, he must have it now. That's exactly what he thinks. And yeah. sometimes the other dog's like, I will murder you for mm-hmm. this one. Yeah. yeah. And, um, you know, I just need him to see that, like, sharing's also fun. Mm-hmm. You can have fun if you let them have the ball sometimes and then you get the ball later. Mm-hmm. Like, that's going to be fine. Also, rude boys don't bark at little itty bitty children when they walk across. <laughs> yeah. Like, the babies can walk past. They're not threatening to us. Um, and when you make the babies cry and install a fear of them and dogs probably for the rest of their fucking lives, it's a very rude boy act. Yes. Yeah. And um, I just need a little baby Einstein to teach them that uh, you just can't do this. <laughs> just fucking brainwash the dog. Baby, good. <laughs> Baby's good. Just on repeat for seven hours. <laughs> baby's fine. Baby's good. Bye, Let them pass. Fine. Sit and wag tail while babies pass. Baby good. My dog doesn't bark at babies, but he does think all babies are friends and should not be afraid of his giant fucking size. So I also could use a a little Einstein's TV because he has no idea that a 110 pound dog going towards a one foot little human scary mm. <laughs> not gonna work not gonna work there's gonna be there's so many avenues here there's gonna be endless episodes they could sh- sh- put out there to mm-hmm. make polite boys little yes. polite boys i love this uh well i will also be investing in polite boys tv mm-hmm. uh, i love that um but i do have another shark tank page for you which i think both of you would be very interested in because as we all edge a little bit closer to the to the end of our 20s, it's becoming harder and harder to find time to stay healthy. It's nearly impossible to find time to work out and also get enough sleep. That's why I created a solution to solve both. (sighs) Meet your new bedtime buddy. Run away with sleep or Roz. It's a comfortable skeletal sleeve combined with electronic TENS machine technology to tire out your muscles while it feels like your body is getting a warm hug. Our sponsor, Carly Rae Jepsen, was one of the first to try Roz, and here's what she had to say. Sleep. (laughs) 
sleep. Wow, Carly, thanks for those inspirational words. So just like Carly, we want you to rise all the way through the night. So fill the electrical purse, work through your sleep with Roz. I'm what a little are you <laughs> Where where'd she lose yet? Where where did Skeletal this one become sleep? unclear? What? Yes. <laughs> yeah. That's right. If we could get a little bit more uh, of course, yeah, explanation the- into what the physical product is, yeah. I know Carly backs it 100%. Uh-huh. Okay. So the Roz technology, it's, uh, as I said, a skeletal sleeve. So you know, like... <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Obviously. We know the term. Cassie, why don't I understand this? <laughs> okay. You know the term you're Hold on. I'm going to break it down for you. Have you ever had, like, a knee brace? Yeah. Yes. Okay, imagine, like, a scuba suit for your body. It's, like, uh-huh. a nice little warm hug, like a weighted blanket. Okay. But inside of that scuba suit, there's going to be little electronic, um, like, pulse, like, aiders things. But they're not going <laughs> to... They're not going to turn on until you turn it on and you're ready for some sleep. Your body will be moving and grooving while you're taking a nap skis. And guess what? All you're going to know is that good old warm of your nice skeletal aqua sleeve. But is it... How am I able to fall asleep if I yeah. am getting um, Cassie, you know, moved and do grooved? Do you love weighted blankets? I believe I probably would. I'm not a rich bitch who has had like accepted a weighted blanket into my life, but it sounds fucking delightful. Noted I will note for your birthday. <laughs> And Cassie, do you not love Carly Rae Jepsen? I would fucking die for Carly Rae Jepsen. Mm-hmm. What if I told you inside of our new limited edition Raws, we mm. do have Carly Rae Jepsen playing inside the suit, but lulling Does the suit sleep. go over our head? No, it does not go to your head. Why the fuck would it go to your head? You, you said it was fucking... playing inside the suit. I just like, yeah. where's the sound she reaching took... her <laughs> She took a hard turn on you books. She took a hard turn. <laughs> Whoa. What? What do you Why think would I'm I want? Like, where's where's Carly coming from? Is it just you know? Oh, my left thigh got some Carly tunes bouncing out of. <laughs> no, it's uh, it's like a fucking wetsuit. So it goes up to your neck, and it can play out of your neck and goes straight to your ears. Beautiful, right? Beautiful. I, um, I'm I'm curious how I'm going to fall asleep. Not only with the like constant movement that this is supposedly putting me in, but like sleeping in a wetsuit does not sound comfy. <laughs> The 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 tightness of a wetsuit. I but sleep ima- in very baggy clothes. Mm-hmm. It's probably going to be how you say a bad time for you. Um, a like, product can't be for everybody. You got some sensory issue. Uh, <laughs> broken people over here, and I have a hard time sleeping with like a t- wrist tie on my like hand, like a hair tie mm-hmm. on my hand, because uh, that's a little too tight and it freaks me out and. Um, yeah, so I don't know if the wetsuit going to bed is going to be good for me. <laughs> I said it was a skeletal sleeve, so it, it's, it, there's a little bit different, which it doesn't have to be exactly wetsuit, like, material, but it uh-huh. would give you an, it's like a comforting hug. It's not like a, I'm going to be sweating myself to death inside this wetsuit while I sleep. I just mm-hmm. want you to understand the difference. This is like mm-hmm. good material. It's good Hashtag skeleton material. Good, good material. skeleton material. Very much yes. stuck to me. Got it. Yes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, yes. I mean, you know, Questions? I'm all for like you got Carly to endorse it. Yes. So whatever it is, I'm fucking here for it. I'm clearly. so glad you're here for Roz. Let's I'm get here. Roz at night. I'm so ready to get Roz. Roz wasted. Um, 
Also, is there any way can we get like Carly to get like? Do you think she's will support it enough that she could start putting like personalized messages in there? Like you better believe it. Mm-hmm. Your Roz suit could be full Carly Ray. Like I love Carly Ray Jepsen all over it. Like mm-hmm. block patterns. Well, like, I want like a bedtime cool story class. by Carly Ray. Oh, I can ask Carly love to do that because we're close. Fucking love that. Yes. Yeah. Wow, Carly should do that. I would love that. While you're working out, while you sleep. I, I forgot we're working out, yeah. of course. This, the but we're not is... like straining ourselves. No. We're sleeping. Your we're... body is working, not you. Got it's it. It's perfect. You're this working on a... getting a good night's sleep. <laughs> this, is a, this is a dream world, you know? Yeah. Sleep and get active with Carly. Yep. Um, you're going to wake up with fucking abs. I can't, like... I couldn't we ask might have for anything had... anymore. Like that that's the, that's the biggest dream to be honest. I know. I can't believe we've created the perfect product Thank um, you. here on mm-hmm. this. I so, um you guys did excellent uh books with your uh genius TV dating TV that uh, absolutely needs to exist because um it's normally it gets sad to watch the trash mm-hmm. ones and you get to see people ruin their lives. So, I fully support this. I'm giving you 80 points. Dougal Every time we open up Shark Tank pitch, um, it's essentially you're like, I see no limits here. Um, yes. <laughs> Why would you put a limit on genius, Cassie? Mm-hmm. Why would you ever want me to do that? And uh, you fully, like you said, there's no limit here. Also, let me cater to her and put in Carly Rae Jepsen. Um, I'm going to be honest. This was prepared like for a while. Yeah. It felt yeah. like it because there was Carly and I was yeah. like well played. Um so I am proud of you for this uh game recognized game. I will give you 85 points. Uh it's like begrudgingly because I know the point situation mm-hmm, and um mm-hmm. I just want you to know you came too hard. Mm-hmm, I did. So, Roz. Roz. Um, I came hard with Roz. <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> There was a little debate going on there. It's now time. After that, you know, perfect pitch, perfect comment. Um, It's Mm -hmm. now time to make this show good. So um, the first thing that I want to steal from is um, I want to get on this, like, true crime wave. um, Kind of like How to Catch a Murderer, um, Crime Show, you know, Dear John, all those big ones. Mm -hmm. Um, So in, like, you know, everybody loves to get inside the mind of a murderer. Yes. Um, Yes. And, like, we... I don't know if everybody knows this. If you've come on the podcast recently, like jumped on recently, um, we have a murderer on the podcast. Oh. Um, Caitlin is a certified murderer. <laughs> <laughs> Caitlin is an actual legit murderer. Yeah. Yes. Um, and we have a rare opportunity to get inside this fucked up mind right now. Mm. Um, and for those who don't know, we had a beautiful, perfect um, boy the chunky boy yeah and um he was built with love he went to conventions with us and he was perfect and then caitlin uh did murder him yeah so um books you know like i just you know how a lot of the shows will start with like a touching like recall of like who the person was some like inside stories and stuff to get the people like invested in this character Mm because you know like to, it, chunky boy means nothing to some people yeah so um if you could just share like i just want you to give like a little insight into like who chunky boy was what he meant to you anything you'd like to share about chunky boy here chunky boy was just a figure that anytime chunky boy entered a room everyone lit up he had this uh energy about about chunky boy that that just brought joy and you couldn't help but smile when you saw him rolling around um he was 
uh, just a satisfying sight. Everyone wanted to take a picture with Chunky Boy, like no matter where mm. we were, um, which speaks to just how effortlessly charming Chunky Boy was. Mm. Um, definitely eye catching. Always got noticed. Uh, just, just a bright light in all of our lives. Represented the pod in the perfect way. Uh, kind of, you know, an unusual shape. A little bit hard to navigate in places, which I feel like is the unnatural side of all of us. Um, mm-hmm. But ultimately, someone you wanted around at all times to bring you joy, even when they were failing to fit in a door. Yeah, that's beautiful. I would say, you know, he like he bridged gaps to people. He kind of brought people together. Mm-hmm. Um, they saw this beautiful boy who was simultaneously perfect and yet fucked up at the same time. It was like, <laughs> I would love to talk with you about that. And um, it really gathered people and brought people together. Mm-hmm. And that was just the power of Chunky Boy. And um, he was taken far, far too, too soon. soon. Um, he didn't get to heal as many people as I feel like he really would have. Um, I feel like he was a, a spokesperson for uh, an underrepresented community of people who just mm. feel like they can't quite speak up often. He was very loud and very present and brought a mm-hmm. voice to this community. And, you know, there's so many more who could have used his voice and his presence to speak for them. If only he wasn't um, savagely murdered. Um, savagely murdered by, an, by absolute- okay, an absolute monster, but like also his creator. This is like a mother who killed her child. This is the actually most devastating thing is when you get into Chunky Boy's past and you see how he grew up and how he was actually there from the beginning with Caitlin. Caitlin was one who was like, I want to take you. Like, Caitlin was like, I am your protector. I will take you to Mm -hmm. these cons. And um, then at some point, she turned on him. There was something that happened. I feel like um, he started to outshine her, maybe. Mm hmm perhaps jealousy she was like everybody sees the d20 but they don't see who's wearing the d20 and um that you know and like jealousy is an evil thing and it can lead to like murdering a beautiful perfect boy sometimes i guess um and now you know like since we can we do have said murderer on the podcast Mm -hmm. with us um i just want us to give this opportunity to get inside the mind of a murderer um caitlin can you just like I guess, like, you don't know, Chucky Boy did mean something to you at a time. Um, when did that change? Cassie, you're right. Chunky Boy, he meant a lot to me. Mm-hmm. I, I was so honored to be the person to be inside of Chunky Boy and that one person who was there adorning it and getting, feeling the love that Chunky Boy was given. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like I felt that always. But one other thing that I did feel was the unbearable weight of Chunky Boy on mm-hmm. my legit shoulders mm-hmm. and the pain he brought to my back physically. Mm-hmm. Um, those are things that I don't think I will ever forget because I still have pains from said Chunky Boy. Uh, so the times were great, but they did have their pains at the same time. Now, like... I don't know. Like, I haven't been a mother yet, but I, I know, like, raising a perfect, beautiful boy isn't easy and, like, it's going to take a toll on your body. But, you know, <laughs> some people don't just um, toss their beautiful, perfect boy straight into a trash can. I will say, and, um, like, <laughs> as someone who is, like, future potential mother, it is taking a toll on my body, but I, I'm hoping not to fall <laughs> down Caitlin's path. <laughs> Pains do exist. <laughs> Sleep non existent. <laughs> There's two aspects to like, you know, when your child gets too heavy to hold, you do set your child down. <laughs> you do place this beautiful boy, perhaps on a bed, 
in a chair. <laughs> in a chair. There's so many. Maybe <laughs> even have another close friend or co-parent also hold said hold. child. There's there's options here. And yet when the one person is like, <laughs> let me, let me have this on my back and take this burden. Um, Caitlin, why, why did you like... Why did you have to fully murder him? Like, why wasn't setting him down enough? Why couldn't he still be in our lives? So I think the tipping point was San Diego Comic-Con. I can't tell you the year, but he came to San Diego Comic-Con with us. It was very hard to get Chunky Boy there um, because we needed a special car to get him there. And mm-hmm. then he needed to be going on transportation in order to get to the actual convention and mm-hmm. get out. Mm-hmm. So that means Chunky Boy was on me for longer than he has ever been on in my entire life. And mm-hmm. there was talks of throwing him in the trash can. <laughs> Mm-hmm. At those times, but I fought for Chunky Boy uh, to not die on those days. Um, but then when we did return home, I realized I should have I should have let him die. I, I I can't I can't handle this weight anymore. As we were about to move, where was I going to keep Chunky Boy? Mm-hmm. I I brought in this boy into this life, but we didn't have we didn't have room. We moved to yeah. a bigger place. <laughs> the valid point books as somebody who was you know there for the whole story. it had a whole extra bedroom and a downstairs no a no that's no that's where he died he died in the house mm-hmm. he died he died well before speaking of moving yeah. <laughs> when we had a whole ass garage <laughs> We did have a garage. We got rid of our um, our very good Pinewood Derby car, and we did get rid of Chunky Boy. Now, when you the say same around of time, we is an interesting term mm-hmm. to use here. This I don't recall being part of throwing Chunky Boy away. <laughs> so I was the one who did gently set him inside the trash can. <laughs> <laughs> I was the one who did it. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess that. I guess Caitlin, what I really just want to get down to is like. Do you like, are you able to feel regret? Do you feel pain when you see Chunky Boy? Or like, are you just like, like too dead? Like I have fondness for the time that we spent together Mm -hmm. and I remember it well. And I think back at it positively, but the fact that he is no longer in my life, I'm okay. You wouldn't change it. You wouldn't go back and prevent yourself from unaliving our Chunky Boy from murdering you know it would be nice to have him alive still but he left us for a reason i know it you and on those those (laughs) (laughs) i feel like nick jonas with the rest of the jonas brothers as they're asking about breaking up the band (laughs) ultimately it all comes down to one person and on those chilling words i think we can just realize that like murderers are a different breed and sometimes they just don't feel pain and they have no remorse and like there's nothing to be done about that and uh no matter how many times you bring it up in a public space they will feel no remorse so i feel nothing <laughs> all right on that sad note that was our t- our take at true crime i think we fucking mm-hmm. nailed it you guys got it um caitlin i like i guess thanks for being a murderer books thank you for really bringing the emotion and um really getting the story out of her mm-hmm. i really appreciate that um let's go ahead and go back to our adventure though i'll roll okay and i rolled 14 which is going to be npc which we take as um kind of just like weird encounters we've had somebody who um like eh, yeah weird encounter pretty much sums it up so uh, what's happened to you guys recently uh, so my NPC is actually one of my coworkers. We recently went to a uh, a diner together, and we had some lemonade. 
And this lemonade was blue colored lemonade. And it's a wild, wild lemonade that we all decided to get, um, which was fine. That was that was the okay part of the adventure. My coworker comes in to really shake things up when all of our tongues start turning blue. And he decided that he wanted his tongue green and not blue. So he had to take action. And this man, who is older than me, much older than me, decided he was going to eat a lot of yellow foods. And he chose mustard uh, to turn his tongue green. And the resulting was that he could not resulting this resulted in him not being able to fill his tongue because he said the vinegar and the sugar mixing together made him his mouth tingly and it hurt and he had a green tongue and this man who again much older than me (laughs) and i don't know like like one of the c-suite like people in our company Mm -hmm. just uh over here with a little hurdy tongue and a green mm-hmm. tongue. It was wild, guys. But he got but a green my NPC. In the he most disgusting way. It was so fucking gross. He showed one of our coworkers and they couldn't even hold back the disgust. Yeah. Um I thought he was going for like lemon heads. Like that is no ugh. Yeah. Mustard no. and and, mm-hmm. and blue lemonade. I must know um like how far, like, how deep into this meal did he get when, like, it probably started hurting, I'm assuming, pretty early on. And, like, did he just not stop, can't stop, won't stop, had to get his mustard, had to get his lemonade? He, so he started with the lemonade. And then midway through his meal, because he would, like, eat his meal and then, like, coat his fucking tongue with, like, mustard. Oh, like, a disgusting mm-hmm. monster. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it was, like, halfway through the meal. God yeah. hate that yeah. um i'm so sorry that you had to experience this this sitting is sitting right next to him it was so gross a truly terrible time mm-hmm. yeah i uh i'm a little nauseous just hearing that so i'm gonna move on to my npc if that's cool yes <laughs> please get us out of here uh mine actually also took place at a, a workplace um but in this instance i was definitely the npc it was not this other person um I've been uh, helping out. My dad has a, a manufacturing shop, and it's not not too big. But I've been helping out, going down there just to. Um, they need to hire, so I'm just posting some jobs on Indeed for them. But um, I've been going down to their office like twice, and I was there yesterday, and I was hanging out in one office, getting some work done, and then the person got called into a meeting. And so I went to go to another office um, where my cousin works and I was chatting with her and I was showing her how to do uh, make a rule on her email. And then she got an important phone call. And so then it was just me and everyone was like in meetings or on phone calls. And all of a sudden someone came into our front office, which we never, like there's never people. It's not an office you visit. People don't come mm. in. It's just not. So I figured it was either someone dropping off a package or some person trying to pitch like a sales, like, we'll provide your uniform cleaning or whatever. And so I confidently went up front and the guy was like, hi, yes, I need to speak with Tim. Uh, and he named off like three other people that work for the company um, regarding a call that was made yesterday with my company. Um, can I speak with them? And I was like, uh, 
No, I don't think so. Hold on. And I just like stood there and I froze because I know they're all in meetings or on phone calls. Not one of them is free. And he was like, oh, well, I mean, I really just need to start off the conversation with an employee. So can I just talk with you? And I was like, I don't work here. And then he's just staring at me, this pregnant woman standing in an office that I just came from the back, like all the back rooms and stuff. And I was like, I don't work here. I'm just looking like a fucking weirdo. And he was like, oh, and I was like, but I know people who do. Maybe I can help you. <laughs> and he was like, um, well, it, it rega- it's like concerning the work here. And I was like, yeah, well, I know about the work that happens here. I just don't actually work here. And then I confused him more by saying that because mm-hmm. I was like, I, I just dug myself a hole. And then he seemed very um, wary of me. Like I was some mm-hmm. lunatic who just wandered in because I was like, no, really, Good. like, let me know what you're here for. And what the like meeting is about and I will go pass it along. And he was like, um, I think I should just speak with one of the people who contacted my company. And he wouldn't give me any other information. So then I had to go back to the higher ups, all the all the managing people at the office and be like, somebody's here, but I don't know what he's here for and he won't tell me. So (laughs) (laughs) but could it weed it out? Could it he could have just been a total salesperson? I have no idea. Um, could I do anything about it? No, I created, I made myself a creep to this dude. And did you ever find out what he was there for? Yeah. And it actually was something legitimate. I guess the, um, we have like a lot of dumpsters. And so, um, we have a lot of trash because it's a manufacturing company. And so it's supposed to get picked up twice a week. They pay extra for a day. So it never back close and it hadn't been getting picked up on the second day. So they needed to orchestrate that with the trash Mm -hmm. company to make sure that it started coming so we weren't you know overflowing trash if you would have messed it up enough they would have just drowned in trash yeah exactly i could have really created a bigger problem for the company i'm personally so proud of you for making this (laughs) person's day so much harder for what he thought would have been surely an easy stop like this is you guys have a direct problem i have a direct solve like this Mm -hmm. is easy and you were like I, you just were a complete enigma here. I was and, um, just, yeah, I feel like he probably left and was like, did that lady just wander into this company? Like, mm-hmm. what did like, she Like, I do? hope he had to ask somebody to be like, you know, there is a stranger in your office claiming <laughs> that she is um, close to working here, but not fully. <laughs> like, I don't know what's happening with her. Um, and that brings me a lot of joy. Thank you for being the NPC. Yes. Uh, my NPC was actually trying to help me with my rude boys at the park because it did happen mm-hmm. at the dog park. And, um, you know, I mentioned that they do bark at little children and make them cry, but they bark at anybody who walks by. And um, this one lady was walking by and uh, she's new to the neighborhood. And she was like, um, she saw that I was like getting ready to hold them back to keep from doing fucking this. <laughs> it's got great timing. He's right on cue. He's so good. Um, so she saw, you know, she was like, oh, don't worry. Like, I know, I know how to calm dogs when they bark. She was like, every time I have dogs barking, I have this, uh, like Tibet, Tibetan chant that I do. And, um, all dogs know it just immediately calms them. I don't know what it is. It's something that just connects with dogs and it calms them. So then I had like, you know, I had them held back and they were calm, but once a person comes to the gate and starts talking to them, they're no longer like, you can't hold them back and keep them chill. Um, so I had the situation of dogs losing their mind and this lady um, chanting at the gate 
<laughs> and she saw them lose their mind more and decided to double down on the mm-hmm. chant. Oh, no. <laughs> and then I have this terrible situation where she was like, I don't know. It always it's always calmed down dogs. And I was like, they're just a lot. Like, I didn't want to, like, make her not believe that her chant didn't fucking work because of my extremely rude boys. And then it's just intense barking and everybody's like, what the fuck is up with these dogs? And then you walk, like, look outside your window and an old lady's chanting while dogs are barking their head <laughs> off. And I was like, I'm sorry. Like, I don't even know how I got here. Like, <laughs> I, I want it also to stop, everyone. Wow. Um, wow. It was, um, it was a bad time. It wasn't yeah. great. Um, but I did try to reassure her. I hope she still believes in this chant because it, it was sad to watch her be like, I don't know why. And I was like, it's okay. They're just a lot. <laughs> um, so that was um, I, everyone's an NPC there, I guess. Yeah. Um, wow. The, the fact that you had to, in, like, what an anxiety inducing moment. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If someone just said, it's okay. I'm going to chant it out. It'll be fine. It's mm-hmm. like knowing our dogs and how fucking buck they get no matter what. It's like, you will not be. You will but not. But there's no way to tell someone no at that point. They have made up their minds. No, this is a full belief that they have in their mm-hmm. being. And I was like, oh, fuck, man. <laughs> um, so, yeah, thank you guys for all sharing and awkward experiences and um, witnessing people trying to understand them, under- trying to understand books. Uh, Caitlin, for your suffering of this um, full-grown man who is also a sauce monster, um, I will give you 25 points in books for just um, completely confusing a a full-grown-ass man and uh, making his day so much harder. You know I respect that. I'm going to give it 50 points. And before you go, you guys, I want to take our, another shot and another type of podcast um, just real quick here so we could try to, you know, try to boost this a bit. And, um, you know, everybody loves fucking celebrity interview podcasts or celebrities to take over a podcast. Like essentially the podcast network or, or yeah, podcast feeds are just all celebrities now. So I'm coming after like that Conan vibe or whatever. And um, I know like we don't like i can't get actual actors here you guys like i didn't have those connections but um people who listen know that you guys are real good at accents and also like inter impressions so um i think we're gonna be able to fucking fool people here you guys so straight up on conan um today we have the very own books um it's a team conan podcast (laughs) team coco Team Coco Podcast uh, has gotten the very own Tom Holland, a.k.a. The Spooderman is here, um, who I don't know if everyone knows is British, and we do have an excellent British (laughs) accent. Everyone, prepare your ears for this flawless uh, British accent that is going to be coming from Tom Holland. Um, And I would just like to ask, hey, Tom, uh, like, what's it like to be Spider-Man? Oh, it's it's mind blowing. I really can't can't put into words just how mm-hmm. how incredible it's been to just live out my dream of playing my favorite superhero. Um, but the first time I put on the suit, I I cried a little, and 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 it was just it was a life changing moment for me. Yeah, now the suit is like really tight and like mm-hmm. up on the face. Yeah, Some I, can't, might say- I can't visit the dawn in it. There's no going to the loo. So, oh, that's what that is. The yeah. loo, the loo is the, the the crapper is how we say it here. Um, <laughs> you yeah, I forgot about that. Away with words. <laughs> yeah, shit or crapper, whatever you want, Tom. Whichever one you prefer. I leave it to you, gentleman's choice. Um, but you know, like, does the tightness of the mask, like, like, did it ever freak you out? No, no, it actually just made me feel more powerful because people often say that um, without the mask on, I kind of constantly look like I'm carrying a frog around in my mouth. 
that's that's mean of whoever says that Tom I'm so sorry there's always bullies out there you you might look like you're holding maybe like um a couple maybe, coins. A couple <laughs> coins. Um, maybe something a little like a, like a warhead is something like getting a little sour in your mouth. Like a full toad. That's a lot. I'm so sorry for those cruel people. Um, and I, I would really like to just follow, uh, end this with one final question. And that is, um, I, you know, Zendaya is Michi. Um, what's it like knowing Michi? Uh, it's honestly actually better than, uh, than, than be, being Spider-Man. That's all I can say. Like, if you can imagine mm-hmm. something better than having superheroes and playing your dream character, that's what it is. It's, can you say Zendaya? Zendaya. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking love accents, dude. It's so good. Thank, Thank you, Tom. Tom. Thank, Thank you, Tom. you so much. You're welcome. It was a pleasure to be here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also, uh, Team Coco over here. We do, guys, we're going to end this up with a singer. I'm so excited. Um, she's getting back in the scene. We do have Christina Aguilar here. Um, uh, Christina, if you need to do a vocal warm up, go ahead. <clears throat> Wow, that wow. is like a new a new end to the little warm up you have Brilliant. there. Um, I'm 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 very excited to have you on. Thank you for coming. Um, I would just like to to know, like, if you could just describe your music and your process, like, and feel free to be as technical as you want in this response. Like, <laughs> nothing will go over our head. We all know music. Ain't no other, ain't hurt, and ain't no other. <gasps> mm-hmm. So that is, that's ain't no other music for me. No further questions. I understand your music fully. Thank you. Um, I, next question. Uh, what What do you think it is about your voice that sets yours apart from other singers? <laughs> Burlesque. <laughs> <laughs> You're so right. Nobody is bringing that burlesque attitude like you are. And I feel like even like no matter what the performance is, you treat it like it is the burlesque bar. So thank <laughs> you. Yeah, I, I'm a big fan. Um, I don't want to take up more of your time here, so I have one final question, and that's also, um, did you know Zendaya is Michi? That's <laughs> wild <laughs> <laughs> to me. <laughs> All right, that's a flawless Team Coco production <laughs> with big names that we got. Um that is uh, the biggest success we could have had, you guys. I think our podcast is going to um, crush it now. So let's just keep these successes rolling. And uh, can you guys share your crit successes for the week? It might have been just listening to that. That was beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe we got those uh, those huge names, yeah. those huge stars. Tom Holland, of all people, man. Of all He's people. huge right now. Can't believe you pulled that, Cassie. Yeah, I know. It was good. Uh, my success is is definitely much more me than a celebrity, um, and it's something small. But I have been having a really hard time reading and writing uh, since I'm getting pregnant. I'm just like tired a lot and distracted and not very focused. And um, I have turned that corner along with like entering the third trimester, guys. In the last two weeks, I have read six books and read about twenty five pages. It's Whoa. very, very exciting. Oh. So, um, any of those, the Twilight book? No. Ah. Okay. But only one she was said sad. She's been enjoying it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm, I'm very proud of you for only that. picking up one sad one. I'm mm-hmm. so that's, proud of you. That's very good, though. The reading, that's fantastic. Also, almost every single one by um, 
Actually, no. Every single one of the last six books has been by a diverse author. Oh, fuck you. Are going to say Stephanie Myers? I'm going to be so proud of you. <laughs> she hasn't written that many, bro. She has. I've read them all. Mm, half of them don't count. It's all in the same genre, so same line. They are, they are very much the same books if you've read any of other Stephanie Myers books, which I have. Um, but books, I'm very proud of you. <laughs> Getting on that books grind again. Uh, my success is the fact that this weekend I had the chance to go to like a last minute like fun day in the flower fields. It was the last day of the flower festival. And uh, I found out from a friend that it was still going on. And so I looked it up and it happened to be the last day. So uh, Brandon and I last minute drove down to the flower festival like two hours. And we spent the day in flower fields. got to pick some blueberries and see some sunflowers and be little basic ass bitches. And it was so much fun. You um, also... You have no fear when going to a flower field. Um, flowers will be bitten. Um, yes. I was so proud to see their tradition still being held alive at this flower field. Yeah, I had to have Brandon take pictures of me biting flowers and mm-hmm. he like refused. And so mm-hmm. I would just like bite more flowers and he was like, fine, I'll do it. I was like, I will not yeah. stop until you take a picture of me. <laughs> this is on you now. You. This is because of you. If I get an aphid in my mouth, it's your fault. <laughs> And Perfect. he did it. It was nice. I'm not like, it's a great relationship. I'm glad to see you guys are so strong, doing so well still. Um, I didn't write down my success. I forgot what it was. Uh, so I'm going to say, I do know this week, though, I did make um, Fruity Pebble Cupcakes and they're fucking delicious. Oh, oh that's so. a huge success. <laughs> you didn't have to write it down. It was so fucking yummy, Cassie. Guys, I was like, I don't know how long to cook these for, and it's been a while since I baked. I think I found the perfect time. Like, I don't mean to brag, but they might be the best cupcakes from a box to ever be made. They were from a box? Yeah, they were from a box. For oh, a- I would honestly have never known. They yeah. tasted so good. What what flavor was it? Was it like milk it's flavor? It's Fruity Pebble. Fuck, man. It's, it's a whole Fruity Pebble kit. That's oh, amazing. my God. Yeah. I'm going to be honest. If you guys see this in the stores, then go fucking buy it. it and enjoy your life because it's just going to bring in... Oh God, it's so good. Mm, it's a it's a great time. Now and that I know this is a box, I need to buy like five of them. Yeah, it's at Walmart. You've bro. inspired. It's uh, a generation. I think. I know. Mm-hmm. I'm. I guess I'm a hero. I. I. You know what? This was my real success. Thank you so Obviously. much, you guys. This is the support I come to you for. So great successes. Thanks for sharing, my friends. Um, but speaking of successes, let's see how successful you all were at getting points. Caitlin, can you give us the point totals? Of course. At the bottom of the leader, we're with 82,365 points is Cassie. The middle with 82,408 points is Books. And in the top of the leader, we're with 82,595 points is me. Okay. All right. So, Small you know, I up. didn't... It's a little change up, um, but we'll see what happens next week um, with the new DM. Normally, I'd have to roll for that, but it can only be Caitlyn. That's right. So, um, you know, unless she gets real wild, Caitlyn can't get points for that. I'm excited for that. <laughs> but everybody should be sure to listen to that one because, you know, it's going to be unhinged. It always is. Even though I don't have my fucking team, Jacob, mm-hmm. <gasps> candles to light during the podcast to give me life. Even though I don't have that, the universe you'll never know. know what that episode would be because that was ripped from me by by this candle company. It was never meant to come. It was never meant to be. You, thank you to that person again for me and books. I love you so much. 
Um, but if you love the unhinged stuff that we do put out on this show, then why don't you share that love with the world for us and leave a review? Uh, you can leave a review on whatever pod app of choice you use. Uh, if you do leave that, just go ahead and let us know you did. And we'll send you a gift as a thank you. That gift you're going to get, you're going to get your own little set of boys and you get to be a parent of a set of dice. So just go ahead and reach out. Let us know how to get those over to you, and we will do that. You can reach out through social media. We're at Unnatural20s on Instagram and Twitter. While you're there, you should hit follow and stay up to date on what we're doing and how Caitlin's graphic design career is going. Uh, if you want to join in on the dumbness of the show, all you have to do is send in your question, and when, when we and when we roll a 10, uh, which is a follower question, we will answer that. You can send those over on our socials or email unnatural20s at gmail.com. Another way you could show our pod love is by supporting us on Patreon. We're patreon.com slash unnatural20s. We got some rad content over there, so go ahead and check it out. Check out the tiers and see what's going on. If you want more of us, you can get more of us on another show called The Superhero Show Show, where Caitlin and I review every single live action television show based on a comic book. If you want less of us, then you guys, we're a part of a network. That's called Scavengers Network. Uh, there's a bunch of good shows over there. So if you want a recommendation, I'd say go check out Timeline Scavengers, Timeline Scavengers, depends on how you pronounce it. Um, that's where Colin and James are trying to put the entire MCU in chronologi- chronological order, which um, simply can't be done. So go ahead and try to pop in over there, uh, listen to them as they lose their minds and try to do this unobtainable task. Uh, that's their show. This has been on Natural 20s. Thank you all for listening. Be sure to catch us with a new adventure on Monday. <laughs> Thanks, Christina. Yeah. <laughs>